Welcome to the MS Gym Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Feltham, and it's about to get real as we listen to the victories and struggles of our own MS Gym members. So let's dive in. There is never an opportune time to receive an MS diagnosis, but the impact can be even greater when it occurs in your teenage years. Join us today as we chat with May and learn about the challenges of being diagnosed in high school with very few treatment options available. But despite these hardships, May shares with us how she trades in her sadness for smiles. Hello, MS Gym family. So glad you could join us today for another MS Gym podcast with one of our um, MS Gym family members. So today I'm really excited to have May here with me. So May, welcome. Thank you, thank you. And and it's and it's awesome. We we have so many uh, international members in the MS gym community, but I am super excited because May is like myself a fellow Canadian. So it's always nice to see someone from from um, from Canada in a in a different uh, province. So. So May, can you tell me kind of about how uh, MS first showed up in your life? I could tell you when I was first diagnosed, which was 1998. And my symptoms were weak leg and feet. I don't know if I could say what happened, why I felt like that. I'm sure it's the same thing for um, all gymmers that they felt something that's not supposed to be there. Okay. And how did, how did those symptoms, did you go to the doctor right away when you started feeling these things or did that take time to go to the doctor to talk about it? Well, I had to go to the doctor because I was still in school studying. I was um, like in high school. For me, it wasn't straightforward. I had to do an MRI. Had you heard much about MS before your diagnosis then? Because I was young, I'm like thinking, um, I'm thinking about other things. I didn't ever, ever think about, I didn't know mm. what MS was still till the doctor told me. And then I'd be there like, okay. And then she gave papers at mm. that time. There was like no internet the, the way it is now. Like you could find out what it is. For sure. So back then I had papers like you said, in the, in the late nineties, MS wasn't, you know, as big of a, in, in the media as much as it is now. And there wasn't that much information available. So like you said, you're just trying to make it through school. So that would, yes, <laughs> that would, that would be a whole, another thing than we're used to in high school, worrying about, you know, your hair, your clothes, boys you like, right. And then this, and then this diagnosis kind of put on you. Were you offered any disease-modifying therapies at that time? Yes, things happened that I that was offered to me. So I took it. I'm young. I wanted to do, I still wanted to party with my friends. I wanted to go to school. So then, yeah, I'll take the medication. So then that's what I did. And then it helped me. I was walking up. Yes. So you were diagnosed kind of at the end of high school. How did that diagnosis perhaps alter next steps for you? Did that, did that change where you were going to go to college or, or further schooling or relationships you might pursue? For the high school, you can't really 
do much but study. So then I'm there thinking, okay, with that in my mind, it's just going to school and studying for what you want to be. Mm-hmm. So what I did, like after high school, I studied um, health sciences. Mm. And then from there on, I decided to become a nurse. So then that's what I worked as. I wasn't able to continue like after 10 years, like I used to, like to walk back and forth in the hall Mm. to get from one patient to another. My legs were weak and I got a lot of the doctor's notes saying, May can't work, May may can't work. My heart goes out to you, May, because... You know, each of our stories are different and, and you're certainly diagnosed a lot younger than I was. I, I used to be an ultrasound technologist and and um, the last kind of stent of my career, I was in the hospital. And when I started at the hospital, I hadn't told anyone because I had really, I only had foot drop occasionally, but it, as the months went on, it got worse and worse. And I didn't want anyone to know, even though it was so obvious what was going on, but you know, it's hard when you have a career that you love, obviously being a nurse and stuff. And, and it's a giving career, right? You give so much of yourself to care for other people. And then you work so hard to, to get the schooling and the training. And then, and then it feels like it's kind of taken from you because you, you put your whole heart into your job. And then, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like I said, my heart really goes out to you because I, I understand, I understand in a way what it is, because your story seems so similar to mine. Thank you. Thank you for being vulnerable enough to share that. It's, it's not an easy thing, especially you and I are young. You and I are almost the same age. And, you know, it, it's, it's definitely different than, you know, perhaps what we envisioned our life, you know, in our forties being yes. kind of forced retirement. That's what I often say about my <laughs> job. I'm for, I was forced to retire. Are you glad that you pursued your education and the nursing career? Like, are you, even though, you know, it was obviously cut shorter than you wanted to, are you still looking back on the journey? Are you still very glad that you had that opportunity or do you think you would have changed that a little bit? No, I'm glad I had that opportunity, even though I couldn't stay there longer than 10, 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'm still happy I got the opportunity to do that because when I go to the hospital, they know who May is. Of course. Yeah, when I go there, like, and I pass by people in the hallway, if I work with them or whatever, they'll like say hi, how are you? Mm -hmm. And then exactly, it's like, it's a good feeling to be out there. There's, there's definitely, you know, a level of, of pride in that and you know, like you, MS may stop you from, from doing that job now, but it can't take away what you did accomplish and all those lives that you impacted, you know, obviously being a nurse, you, your whole job is to care for other people and, and to give of yourself. And so the lives that, you know, you did impact for those 10 years, that's, that's not, it's irreplaceable, right? Like you impacted people. So it's, it's such a, a giving career, like being in the medical field. How did you, how did you go about finding the MS gym? So what happened was a friend of mine on Facebook sent me a link. She also has MS. So then I'm like, okay, let's see what, what's this all about? 
I don't remember the date or anything like that, but there was like, you know, the free exercises with the MS gym. Yep. I definitely remember. So I, I did two months of that until the membership was offered. I'm like, Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. <laughs> because I saw the improvement. I'm like, Whoa, the exercises, my legs feel great. Hmm. So then yes, I'll do that. And I asked my husband, you want to get me that for my Christmas gift? So then that's how I got it. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad your friend sent you that link then. So the MS Gym started in in May of 2017 and the membership, the paid membership started in December of 2017. So you actually were almost, almost from the beginning, you were a part of the MS Gym family. What would you say... um, your biggest victory has been whether whether physical or or mentally um since you joined the ms gym so physically it's so much better like i would have never known about how the exercise helps me or anybody with ms Mm -hmm. that we need like just like what the coach says to keep walking like if you could only do with three you could do more Absolutely. Like we're 30 and then you could do more. I'm really thinking, I love that. <laughs> that gives me hope. My body feels stronger with the MS gym and being able to stand, like not holding onto anything just to show, yay, I'm dancing, like shaking my booty. <laughs> when I do that, it makes me smile. Mm-hmm. It changes my mindset. You could keep going and you could still be happy. Just keep moving forward. May, what does your exercise routine look like? And what do you do on those days where you're feeling really weak? I do the MS gym every day or when you when you can exercise. And if you're feeling weak, for me, I say, okay, so today's not a good day, but tomorrow it's going to be better. So there's no no negativity. Like, just because I can't do it today, like, I won't be sad. I'll just rest today and start tomorrow. That keeps me going just to think like that. If I'm sad, my body will will let me know and you can't walk. Hmm. So just don't be sad. Like, I tell myself that so I could keep going. Because there are days when my legs were weak and everything. I'm like, okay, it's okay. So today you're just going to use your powered wheelchair. Mm-hmm. at home so then I'll just do that and then it's so I love it that I could have some other aid to help me that day because yeah. I noticed that after you rest like a day or two I'm back up so then that's what I'm happy about there's nothing for me to worry about but just to keep moving forward and I, I really appreciate your mindset. I think that's, that's a tremendous, that's a, a tremendous mental victory. You know, like, I think we all would like that. I know there's some days I, I wish I could take your mental mindset yes. and, and not get sad because it's so true. When, when mentally we're struggling, physically, we struggle to our body yes. knows where our mind is. And, and it kind of joins along, unfortunately, with, with that sadness, it kind of, tries to prove us right. If we feel sad and defeated, then our body kind of makes us do that for the day. But I'm so glad tomorrow is a new day. 
May, I have to mention that. In the members only corner, it's a Facebook group that we have, you know, for paid members. And every now and then we get to see May's beautiful smiling face <laughs> as she's showing us her, her walking in and over the years. I, I believe we've seen a few clips of her. I think she did the MS walk a few years ago, obviously before COVID and stuff. So so, so every now and then we get to see these glimmers of sunshine for me and her excitement, whether it's dancing or walking or whatever it is, but uh, you bring a lot of hope and inspiration to many of our members. It's, it's you know what, it, your smile is so contagious that I, it, that when I see your posts go up, I can't not smile. So May, thank you so much for talking with me today. Or is there any parting words that you would say? Obviously, keep smiling, and you, and you'll you know you'll make it through this. And not and not to invalidate people's struggles and their diagnosis, but I think it's so important you know to adopt the mindset that you have about today. Today might be hard, uh, but tomorrow's going to be tomorrow's going to be better. Tomorrow I'm going to be stronger. I think that's so important for us to to realize that and not get bogged down in the sadness yes i wanted to say just to add though i like i'm happy that i'm a part of the ms gym because in the moc everybody in there knows what we go through and what we relate to versus people outside who we see every day they don't know anything unless they deal with it. That's what I love about the MOC. Like nobody is fake. Absolutely. They know ab about how we feel. I love meeting everybody all around the world that are going through the same thing, how we could never feel alone. And I love chilling in the MS MOC. We are family. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that is so true. And because everyone in the MOC, they either have MS or, you know, a varying degree of transverse myelitis or different, different neurological conditions is that we do, we do understand each other when, you know, when you log in and you say you're struggling or you have a victory, uh, people, we, we understand it. And the rest of the world might not understand what that looks like to, to live with a, a chronic health condition. And just some days are so hard, just getting out of bed, just moving, like just people, people who go around moving with no issue and walking, like they just don't, they don't understand what it is we go through. So it means so much to, to talk with people and, and join with people in their, in their struggles as well. So I, I totally agree with what you mean about a family and because you know, the MS gym is such an international community. There's always someone there, no matter what time of day, if yes. you're struggling, there's always someone to, to help lift you up or to, to join with you in that, in, in your difficulty. So I, I agree that uh, the MOC is such a, such a huge part of, of the MS gym for sure. So May, thank you so much for joining with me today and, and for sharing your heart and your, and your smile, even though I know that in a podcast, they can't see it, but I always appreciate your smile. So, so thanks again, May. Thank you. Do you want to give a voice to your own story? 
or learn more about the MS Gym, you can check us out at themsgym.com.